Uh, today I want to talk about, I don't know exactly actually what uh, was announced, but what I want to talk about is how to change and grow easier and faster. Think about how much have you changed in the last year? And when you think about what changed or how you changed, I wonder if you can think about what made the biggest difference. Just looking back, if you just, you know, consider all this growth or healing or whatever happened in your life that made a difference, what was it? What was that ingredient? And also ask yourself if you haven't changed, if you have felt stuck, if things didn't really move, what was the biggest stumbling block? What do you think like is holding you back? Because what I want to talk about is how we can make change and growth easier and faster. Because I'm, I'm helping people to change since more than 20 years now. And uh, often they come to me because of anxiety or they feel like they have struggles with self-esteem or self-sabotaging behavior. And I have seen certain patterns repeat themselves over and over again. And, and today I want to just share with you what I found works and what doesn't work. So when you are about to go onto a journey of wanting to outgrow something, something that really bothers you, something that you have been struggling with. And I think, I think anxiety is such a good example because A, I have had it myself and I know a bit about it, but B, so many people are struggling with it and it can be such a you know, debilitating emotion. What you don't want to do is just scroll forever through Instagram, TikTok, YouTube videos, swiping left and right, but really only getting somehow the reinforcement of how terrible you're really feeling. Because there are so many ways we get heard or we get told, well, this is what you think when you're anxious and this is how you feel when you're anxious. And that's all good. But all that you do in your mind is thinking about how can I get rid of this emotion? And I think it's so important when we are setting a goal for our journey of growth and healing that we go beyond the problem. When I did life seminars, we often did a board breaking uh, at the end of it. And you know, with the board breaking, you have this, you know, whatever, two, three inch board and you just break through it. And you don't do it with sheer force. You do it with actually the energy behind it. And if you are focusing too much on the board and you may be actually stuck in your mind on, oh my God, there is a board and I'm going to go with my bare hands through it. Well, it's going to hurt and you're not breaking the board. So what you need to do is to see beyond it. You have to look what's on the other side of the board, the carpet or I don't know, whatever you want to have on the other side of whatever blocks you. So reach for more than just the problem going away. Reach for what you really want. Let's say, I want to learn to trust myself. I want to learn to have more confidence when it comes to anxiety. I want to learn to be more calm and centered and heal whatever inside of me was causing the anxiety in the first place so that I can really reach my full potential. 
So set your goals clearly beyond just the problem. And then commit. It's so hard for us to commit because we are having endless possibilities. And today I want to share with you about one possibility that I think you may want to commit to, a possibility that I'm just announcing uh, that will come up in May. So you may want to stay tuned for this, a possibility for you to transform your life. But the point is we have to commit to something. Don't just sit on the fence and get a sore butt by not ever saying, I'm going to go for this, this course, this book, this webinar, this coach, this therapist. Just go for something and stay with it. Because the importance is for us to know that even though we used to really accelerate everything, you order something the next day is in front of your doorsteps. You want always quick changes because that's what we used to. But the problem is our mind especially, but also our body, they haven't evolved as fast as our computers. And so it just takes a little bit longer. And so commitment is key for us to be able to move on and actually grow beyond whatever we have been dealing with. And then when you commit, that also means show up. I mean, as a, as a coach, I often see where self-sabotaging habits show up in, in a client relationship when they are not showing up, when they don't have time or when they forget or when they just feel like, well, something came in the way. That also means that there is something inside still resistant for this change. And that's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to understand why is it when we are not showing up, that for some reason we are more afraid maybe of the change or we are more afraid of who we are if we don't have this problem anymore, then we are excited about the possibilities. And that's totally fine, but it needs to be addressed. It doesn't have to stop you. And when you work with someone, be honest. Don't just you know, try to imagine what the person wants to hear. When you're in a group, in a webinar, and there is a question and answer possibility, say something. Don't just be silent on the sideline, uh, sidelines and never share. A, it's really important to be honest for ourselves because when we are honest and, and speaking up, we are sending a signal to our mind, okay, we mean it and we actually are advocating for ourselves and we have the courage to say what's really going on inside of us and b it also especially in a group setting helps others to really be inspired and encouraged and and feel like okay there is someone who is modeling to me what it means to be vulnerable and of course for the coach or the therapist it helps when you're honest because then you really know what's going on and you're not just you know basically told a story of how great uh, everything is when deep inside the problems are still there. You're not doing yourself a favor when you're lying to the person you're with and you're not doing anyone a favor when you're saying nothing. Also, when you're working with someone, ask for homework. Ask for how can I take whatever I learned now out into my day-to-day -day life? Because homework is important. I know we didn't necessarily like homework in school, but Homework is so important because when we are creating new patterns, new neural networks, we have to really implement over and over again the same things. 
And, and I just know for myself, I'm not a fast learner. I need to really repeat things and make them a habit. And then eventually I own them. But I cannot imagine this happening overnight. Plus, when you are repeating something that you just learned, and it can be even if you don't get homework, that you just take notes during your session or take notes during a webinar that you're attending to, and then you look at it again one day later your retention rate goes up by 80%. That means it's not just going in in one ear, staying a little bit in your brain and going out again. It's actually sitting with you. And when something sits with you, it actually works much stronger inside of you and you will find better and faster results, even though it may mean in the moment that you have to put a little effort into it. Also, try to really see that when you are learning new habits, for example, the habit of positive self-talk, the habit of self-appreciation, the habit of, um, you know, speaking up for yourself. If these are things that you're suggested to do and you feel like, okay, I'm doing them for, let's say, two days and I'm not really seeing any improvements, don't just drop it. Just know that it takes a little time for those things to sink in. But what I find is so really powerful about committing to it is when you're saying, I'm doing it for the right reasons. So many people that are working on themselves feel almost ashamed. Oh, I have to work on myself. Oh, I have to do these tools. I have to, you know, ask for help. No one else has to do it. I must be broken. Something must be wrong with me. Look at all these social media outlets. They have so much fun, everybody else, just me. And that's not true. We all are struggling and we all have our own issues. The problem is just that so many people are refusing to look at them or maybe too scared to admit to themselves or others that they are things that they want to heal or that they need to change. So if you decided to work on yourself, maybe because the anxiety was just too big or maybe because you're realizing you're not getting anywhere in life and something is really holding you back see it for you as a badge of honor that you do have the courage and that you do have the strength to say yes i can do better and yes i'm willing to face whatever i'm struggling with i'm not condemning myself for it i'm not ashamed of it I actually am proud of myself that I'm taking myself serious enough to work on myself. I know it takes courage and I know it takes strength to do this and not just to go into distraction la la land and I'm feeling proud of myself. Because then all this implementation homework will come from a sense of taking yourself serious, maybe even self-care or self-love. And that's a much better energy than feeling like you have to do it because your coach or therapist told you to, or you have to do it because there is something really seriously wrong with you. That's kind of a counter energy. So when you work on yourself, don't just think about what's wrong with you, but think about how much you actually do find care and love for yourself, that you spend the energy and the time and the money to do that to be a more whole and happier version of yourself. And then also another thing that I find is important when you work, especially with a coach or therapist, 
don't give your power to that person like me don't give your power away because in the end your therapist or your coach only tells you what they can see they don't tell you necessarily the truth they don't have the magic eight ball all they can see is from their experience through their own filters this is what i see this is what maybe if they're intuitive like me they will say well this is what i'm really sensing about you but it's still not all because in the end you have to also say well this resonates or not and you don't have to change all your view on the world just because someone told you this i had a client telling me that the therapist of her boyfriend says that she must be seriously narcissistic because blah 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 and the problem is that therapist never ever met her so it was only through the tales of the person that the therapist worked with that this whole idea of her being narcissistic came up and so she took it very seriously and personally but in the end it's not the intention of the therapist it was just based on that what she was told that this came out so take it all with a grain of salt and if something doesn't resonate with you speak up if something feels like no i think i need to discuss that bring it up and uh, take the time to really clarify to understand better and again also know it's a collaboration you cannot work with a therapist or a coach or even in a webinar believing that they have the magic wand and then they're swinging it apacadabra and everything is gone you have to see it as a collaboration and you are as important as the person that is here to help you in fact you're more important because it's ultimately you who wants to change and grow and with that also be patient i said it before but i say it again this is such a key the compassion with yourself to know that you're doing it because you care about yourself and not because you're condemning yourself the consistency with just sticking with it and continuously working on yourself becoming gradually into the habit of the new you and then also the patience to know it's not going to happen overnight but it will happen and just notice the small changes that you're making see when when people go to these amazing seminars you know they are traveling far and they have a week of deep meditation and really inspirational talks and they feel on cloud nine and i love it but then they come home and then they don't really implement anything of what they learned there's it's almost like a separate personality that was sitting there on the pillow and just feeling all wonderful and enlightened but at home they still feel like the same person with the same struggles as before why because a jump from this week of intensive to making it now your normal life is too big and so sometimes we just have to also choose then to take one or two things from those bigger events or from these life transforming uh, you know experiences and say well i cannot take all of it unless i'm going to move to this place i need to choose one or two things to implement right now and i'm going to focus on that and then i'm going to focus on after i've mastered this the other three things it can be i'm going to focus on 10 minutes meditation and then i'm going to focus on 
being more mindful with my thoughts. And then I'm going to focus on slowing down time and going through the day maybe with greater grace and positivity, you name it. But if we wanted too much change at too short of amount of time, usually we're setting ourselves up for failure and disappointment. I'm way more for incremental progress than per, for perfection. Because perfection A doesn't exist and we're trying to be perfect, usually we're setting ourselves up for a big disappointment. So that is my little, you know, the things that inspired me recently to talk about when it comes to really making your change faster and easier and hopefully also more fulfilling. Because I love to change. I love to grow, not only helping people to change, but also personally. I always try to work on myself, but I don't see it as a flaw and I don't see it as anything that it has, you know, to be immediately implemented. I just see it as a gradually unfoldment of me becoming a better and better version of myself. And believe me, there is plenty of room that is left for me to even get to whatever may be the best version of myself. But that's fun. And that's a discovery journey that ultimately growth and change is all about. Discovering what else is possible for us. If you have any questions, please let me know. I would love to answer them. And if you have any thoughts about what works for you with change, where do you feel like you have you know, made really good decisions and you know that change is something that you have somehow figured out because you have done X, Y, and Z, or maybe you can share a little bit about your struggles and what you can also relate to in regards to what hasn't been working for you. I would love to hear from you. You can always email me as well at uh, hello at drfriedman.com. But of course, write it down in your comments and I'm here to definitely uh, support you and hear you and hopefully give you some advice. So there is also something that I wanted to talk about, which is an Oh, there is one. I think the biggest thing to realize is change is gradual. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. And that nothing happens overnight. And I know that this is especially something when we are suffering is so hard to admit. But I think in this regard, when it comes to change, we really have to see the incremental improvements we are making. And I think that's something that for me personally, when I was struggling with anxiety, has helped me so much when I didn't really focus so much on everything being gone, but more like, okay, I can actually now sleep better, or I can actually now talk to people that I don't know without necessarily blushing and, you know, having all sweaty hands. And so there were things that really gradually changed. And that gave me always more motivation to continue and keep on going. I did not feel I was stuck. And if we are just having one big goal of everything to be different, then usually we don't see how things are gradually improving. 